You know what I was listening to the other day? Yep. Our old podcasts. Oh, from back in the day. Yeah. You know what's weird? What's weird? You listen to the original podcast from 2017, right? What, the very first? The very first. Yep. Our voices pitch-wise sound about the same they do now, right? Okay, I wouldn't... Listen I... to the 2018 podcasts. Your voice goes up in pitch significantly. Like, your voice is, like, much more of a high fre- frequency and a high pitch. In what way? You sound like a child. <laughs> What about now? Well, no, now it's gone back down. It's like somewhere around 2018, 2019, it was like you did a reverse puberty for like... Mm. <laughs> it was weird as fuck. Shit. Oh, well, I don't know what I was doing in 2017 then. Uh, anyway. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened in 2017? What were those those hormone boosters you were taking, man? <laughs> Let's do this. All right, take it away. And uh, what, what I was going to say was, during the intros, they used to be much more like... Exciting. <laughs> Zhuzh it up a little is what I'm trying to say. Put a bit of oomph into it. Wow. Oh my God. I feel so attacked. But let's do this. I'm going to try and jazz it up for you. Hopefully I don't go pre-puberty again. <laughs> this- and we're back. Welcome to It's Time To Go, a Big Brother Australia podcast. Nailed my it. name is Jaden Shepard. For two points, I'm going to nominate my co-host, Benjamin Myers. A, 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 a. We all good, Ben? We are 100% good. We got a bit of a different system set up with the microphones today. We're going to need a new one, but if there's any errors with the audio this week, just know that it will be fixed. And for one point, I will nominate uh, Katie for not realizing that she was in the belly of the beast. Oh my God. Yeah, she, that was she the fell theme. for it. I was watching, uh, like, I mean, through the edit, watching the edit, mm-hmm. I was like, how's she not knowing? How's she not picking up on this? But, but there, there's a few things where I'm like, you know how they have these things where it's like a housemate glancing a certain direction? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if that glance is actually directed where it is directed just or if it's just from a completely up. different time of day. It could have been like days ago and they just edited it in. That's the other thing I used to like about this podcast. <laughs> and, what, and what was that? You used to do this thing what? where instead of the nomination being... Oh. This is a criticism of you. <laughs> I feel very attacked right now. No, but dude, it was like, okay, so it used to be something topical. It used to be something topical in the world and okay. to Melbourne. So <laughs> bring that back. <laughs> it was like, I think one time we, we just got to the studio. I was listening to the one where we were driving in and you're like, there's and, protesters. Yeah, and you're like, uh, one point to the protesters. And you were like, yeah. one point to Melbourne traffic. And I'm going, oh yeah, I was driving up Kingsway. And yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, and speaking of which, Jaden, I was just driving down, uh, driving up the Monash Freeway and the sun was, you know, glaring through my dash as well. It made things for, made for a quite an interesting drive on the way up to here to the Melbourne CBD here at RT, the RTI building. I, I'm going to take some notes, mental notes for myself. I've got some work to do, obviously. Please let me know how I sound this way. But then again, that's from me, but from external reviewers, from other from other feedback yeah. we've been hearing that we've been doing some of the best our best work yeah <laughs> allegedly <laughs> supposedly allegedly from someone who doesn't know much about broadcasting so but neither do we neither <laughs> except for our certificates except for our certificates uh, except for our two certificates except for our degrees in our bachelor of uh, communication except for your what, what are you studying at the moment I'm studying uh, yeah batch, uh, bachelor of media and communication okay and except our diploma of screen and media in yeah. radio on television mm-hmm. and our advanced uh, I think it's like an advanced diploma of, ra- of radio as well yeah. so we have we've got a few papers we have more than the people talking shit 
But these days, I don't think you need qualifications to do a podcast. That's, you- that's the other thing. Why did we go to <laughs> school to fucking do this? By the time we got out of radio school, it was all DIY and yeah. qualifications meant nothing. Welcome to the 21st century. If you look at every podcast that is signing to every network right now, it's no qualifications needed. That's the way we like it, though, apparently. Fair enough. That's the way the uh, Zoomers want it. Speaking the way uh, we've been liking it, I've been loving this season of Big Brother. Yeah, man. We were talking about and that's what I was going to say. I was still... I've been criticizing people going hey get out of the mindset that this is a social game this is now a strategic game it's still social though it's it's a bit social yeah but strategies are much bigger part of yeah. it we used to just watch these people now they are playing amongst themselves amongst themselves for votes and like not only on the inside mm-hmm. but on the outside as well because it does come down to that final vote they yeah. do have to keep in the back of their mind that hey when we get to the end you gotta like technically me. Australia still does decide yep. now that I am seeing it through the lens of the strategic game mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it a lot more but I still am having st- trouble separating the connection of like oh man last season I loved Casey so much last season I loved Sarah so much last season we loved Shane so much last season we loved Garth's so much. These were, these were all people I would have loved to have fucking hung out with. And I, we still talk to them every now and then, you know? We still yeah, talk, every now we, and then. We still talk to Alan. Alan, uh, Sarah. I have, I have, yeah, we still talk to Sarah every now and then. Love I love Sarah. We, Sarah. We still Sarah's need fantastic. to... I want to I, I find out if Sarah's still at Bunnings. She's got to be at Bunnings. Or what I did see is that she uh, was saying she was at a... Going to fill up her fucking car. Yep, yep. At a petrol station last night. And the guy behind the counter inside the BP or inside the petrol station did not... um. S- approve her pump because oh. they thought she was a fucking child <laughs> oh poor thing I know um, can you just whip out some ID see this is the thing I like as in the sense of the social game yep characters that I want to get to know love hang out with mm-hmm. that's one thing it's the old big brother we are now moving on. I am now accepting it for this new game. I am starting to appreciate people, not for, hey, would I like to hang out with this person or not, but more, oh my God, this person's a fucking player. They are a player. I think that they came to play harder this year. Mm-hmm. So I think they've been, there's been less... There's uh, still a few people that are confused. As in, in the show? Or? In, the, in this show. There's still a few yeah. people who are missing the mark and aren't going as hard as they should be and are still, take, and are still taking the uh, strategic side of the game a bit too, too easy uh, on, going no on board they're taking it on board oh okay on oh, yeah. personal yeah they're taking it personally yeah i didn't i felt like i'd overuse the word i felt like i'd use my quota on personal so i didn't want to say personal again i'm going to cut down on my personals and i'm going to cut down on my strategics i've used those like if i was doing an essay word counter if i had an yep. you, you do like word counter when you submit an essay yes and you paste it into word counter and it gives you the percentage of like how many times you've used that word and Ugh. what percentage of the essay that yeah. is and I'm like oh my god 30% of my essay is the word strategic <laughs> <laughs> well I mean for someone like Danny like 100% of his essay would be strategic yeah um, that's how it is look we're gonna go chronoloco we've got four episodes to cover I'm actually uh, that, that, sorry <laughs> while we're talking about that Danny's yeah. a great example of <laughs> probably would not want to hang out with this dude on the outside resembles some of the traits of a psychopath for sure <laughs> no surely not no not that i'm saying that yeah. but like some of the some of the things where it's like just total disregard for like to- total oblivion to destru- think- destruction and chaos in his way do you think that's just in the game though i think he like he's like he's aware of it but he's totally uncaring. Like, not that, and that's one of the vague yeah. uh, traits of a psychopath or a sociopath. Not that I'm suggesting that uh, he is. I don't think he is. I don't think that's the exact sort of person I want to be hanging out with I, on the outside. I, I want to put a in this show so good. I, I want to get back to that because I want to talk more about that 
after Katie's eviction because she's kind of started doing some interviews and I want to talk about them more. But let's get back to the start of the week if Fantastic. that is okay with you. Yeah, 100%. We're doing chronology. You just did the, again, loop to the end. You did the loop to the end of the week. Katie, she's been evicted, but let's go back to the start. Let's go back to let's the start. swing it all the way back. Swing it. Let's, yeah, again, we're talking with our hands, but it's cool. You can't see us. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> we're going to make it through. This has been an interesting start. Um, they always are interesting starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the week starts off uh, with the new press me button. Press me button. Yeah, the press me... Uh, what do you call it? A challenge? Just a bit of fun. No, it's, I wouldn't call it a challenge. It's more of like, hey, press me and you could get a reward or you could get a punishment. Yeah, just some sort of reward system. And yeah. um, I want to talk about this because last week people were saying, well, Big Brother is rigged. Uh, SJ and Mary got saved. Yeah. And um, oh. and it, it shows that it's so rigged. And I was like, yeah, no fuck, it's rigged. Um, I will give you more examples of how it's rigged. Coming this up. Is, this is a perfect example. I'm, of, gonna, I'm about to pull the notes out because you're shocking me already. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't It doesn't say too much on there. Are these notes out of order that you've given me? No. Okay, oh, thank you. Oh, we're going to go in order. Well, I'm just talking broadly about the press me button. This week, Big Brother, uh, the It's Time to Go Big Brother Australia podcast is coming to you with notes. Well, that was uh, an, that was discussed. Yeah, it was no, it was discussed. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just exci- I'm excited to have notes back. It's been a long time since we've had notes, and I like looking at it on a piece of fucking paper. It's, and it's just broad subheadings. Coming up on the podcast today, the uh, press me button. We're going to be discussing about the button, the big red button. Uh, Dan getting sick. He ends up going out to get a test for coronavirus. Has to stay in the attic for a bit. Mm-hmm. Dan returns and cries a lot at one point. The panic room where uh, Tilly and SJ get themselves into a bit of a predicament there. All the way through to episode number 11, we finish with Katie's eviction and of course the MVP and the finalist predictions as we do each week. Back to you, Jed. Sweet. I'm glad you've teased what's coming up. Now let's get into the actual episode. <laughs> no more stalling. Um, no, I just want to say that the, the press me button is a great example of how producers can manipulate the game because we saw at certain points that some people pressed it and they got an advantage in the challenge. Some people pressed it and they got kicked out of the challenge. Yeah. And to all the people saying, wow, Big Brother's rigged. Yes, you are correct. It is rigged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Well, but don't be shocked about it. Well, this is not... Uh, do you know about the SJ shit? Yes, I've seen it. Do you want to talk about the SJ shit? Oh, I mean, I haven't even looked into we it We can't much. not. Like, we're hosting a culture-based podcast about Big Brother Australia. We can't not discuss this. Sure. Um, well, do you want to... Do, do you know more about it than I, or...? I know that people have... Uh, people started... Saying this game was <laughs> saying this game was rigged around the time that SJ was evicted saved. and then saved, yeah. put into a uh, goddamn attic. Addict, yeah, yeah. She, she, which she grew up in. It was so like suited for her, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was such like a, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a conspiracy. The conspiracy comes down to the fact that um, people started, you know, saying, "Hey, it's a bit bullshit. Mm-hmm. Unfair advantage for SJ. She's done nothing to deserve this." You know. It's unfair. Sure. It's not... Uh, Merit-based? What, what's the goddamn word I'm looking for? It's not... No, nah, that word doesn't apply. I, I worked out the sure. word. I worked out the word. The sure. word was... Equi- is equitable? I don't know if that works. Okay. It's not fair. <laughs> I'll just roll with... Once again, is any of Big Brother fair? Okay. It then comes out that SJ has had prior relations with the much-beloved host of Big Brother Australia. Sonia. Sonia Kruger. Yep. Indeed. She has links. What are the links, though? They're pretty light. Well, from mine, is like the, there was a photo of the two of them together, mm-hmm. and it almost looked like they were on the set of Sunrise or the Today Show. Uh, yep. what, what was Today Extra. Of, of today. 
which Sonia used to host on weekends and shit like that. And it looked like she was maybe, because Sonia was with her co-host and SJ was in the background. Yep. And I was like, oh, was she like, someone commented she was the be- like a beautician. Okay. Like, or she was like doing beauty and makeup for those episodes. I can't imagine that. Someone posted that photo because it was SJ, Sonia, and the co-host of, of uh, today. Today, yep. Posted that photo with an, with an explanation saying, hey, she's had this unfair advantage of being evicted, being let back in the house. Right, yep. It's proven that here's a photo of the two of them together. She already has a big online following of over 200,000 followers, which she is going to help out big time when she gets down to the final three. She has that built-in audience. Right. Someone posts this on the Channel 7 or Big Brother Facebook page. Channel 7 or Big Brother deletes these comments. It started yes. deleting these comments, yeah. So there is a conspiracy. There's a conspiracy. There's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I, look, yes, there is some links there. And SJ does have the biggest, well, did. I, don't, I haven't checked the numbers since. But at the start of the season, SJ... They've had, been declining rapidly, <laughs> of SJ's <laughs> followers. <laughs> at the start of the season, she had the biggest um, followers on Instagram. Um, I still think that... It was surprise week, and if um, it wasn't SJ and Mary who were saved, the next round it could have been, like, Carlos yeah. and someone else. And, hey, if SJ wants to, you know, plan ahead and infiltrate the game and get to know the producers and hosts of a television show before it's even returned to Australian television four years prior to it being announced, <laughs> she's totally entitled to do that. <laughs> it just seems like people are grasping at straws. Yeah, uh, it could be there. The most suspicious thing is Channel 7 and Big Brother deleting, deleting, it, yeah. deleting the comments, covering it up. Um, outside of that, I don't think SJ is going to win. No, that I being don't said, either. we wanted to get onto what the odds are of um, the betting odds on the what were what, what we were on sports bet because I've been getting ads. Who were the highest odds? Because last I checked, Marley was actually up top. With, he still with, is with the highest odds. So the, the and then you said Sid's following. No, no, no. Sid, Sid's really not good odds, and that's why I was considering it. first. Oh, because you wanted to make some cash. Oh, make cash. Hey, first before we go into the odds, uh, kids gamble responsibly and gamble legally. It's four twenty. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Let's get a selfie for four twenty. <laughs> um. So yeah, I saw an ad pop up the other day. It wasn't with Sports, but it was another brand that had um, Marley. Christina and Nick and they were the top three odds and people were like wow it's rigged I'm um, not rigged wow there's been leaks already about the final three which I don't want to know about I don't, don't want to know spoilers I don't want to know shit but people are like wow are these going to be the top three it's like no potentially they're just like the bookies for some reason have decided they're the best chance and Nick had good odds and it proved that he was voted out yeah so, exactly um, yeah at the moment the, conspiracy blown the the three on sports bet with the best odds are Marley, Tilly and SJ oh shit but Tilly yeah I can see Tilly I can see Marley. I can see SJ because of the big social media following and the um, producers being on her side. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Two people who I think are playing the game really well are Ari and Sid, and they have terrible odds. Wait, you think Ari's playing well? He won that challenge. He's not playing fantastic, but he's playing well. He's not playing fantastically. Sid's Sid's playing really well. I think to an extent he's a little bit delusional. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. In what sense? I think he completely overestimates himself and who he is and what kind of person he is and the way other people perceive him. And in comparison to the way he perceives other people, especially looking at that ske- that bit in the diary room where Big Brother says, if you're the Dolce and Cabana of the group, yeah. who is everyone else? And then he goes on to list a bunch of insults of this person's this shitty brand, this person's this shitty brand. I'm the superior brand of all the brands. Have you ever watched the show uh, Big Mouth on Netflix? Yeah, man. Yeah, um, there's a scene where there's like a young um, gay character. I think his name's Matthew, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they end up going to Gaytown. 
And okay. well, I, I think I saw like the first couple of seasons. Oh, okay. Maybe, I think this is maybe season three. Maybe that's why. And um, one of the older gays that were living there, like basically smacked him down and was like, hey, like being snarky is fun sometimes, but like if you do it all the time and it's just maybe a bit too insincere, you're just going across as rude. Sure. So I get that like there's snark and there's like quick, quick whips um, and there's being like funny and maybe sometimes yeah, if it's sure. just knowing where the right line is maybe. And it's this um, amplification or this embodiment of Jamee Private School Girl, which... Should what? anyone be striving for that? No, no, that's the thing. Where like, that's the point of like this... Because Jamee's a parody. Now, now even a, like, a, well, Chris Lilly is considered like slightly outdated satire now. Yes. But this is, you know, a character from, you know, the mid 2000s, yeah. the mid noughties mm, yeah. that was saying, you know, it's, it's satire. Chris Lilly is saying this is not the sort of person you want to be. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And that's why Australia collectively laughed at this character. Like, we all, but we all knew someone like Jamae or could imagine. Sure. But no one was wanting their friend or daughter to be Jamae. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. when, he, when And uh, I think that's why Australia probably dropped off with, you know, Jamae-like archetypes over the past however many, like, since then. Since the... Yeah. Since Chris Lilly's popularity. Or maybe they're coming back since uh, Chris Lilly is no longer conceived, uh, perceived as relevant. Mm, interesting. Maybe this should be a Summer High Tide podcast. Let's do it, man. No, we shouldn't. Um, moving forward with Sunday's episode... We've got more than enough to discuss here. We've we got- have. <laughs> do you want to talk about it or not? We want to talk... We're going to talk about Danny tries to cut a deal with Katie. It, this is an important part of the week. This this sets it up. Between Sunday and Wednesday, Danny trying to make a deal is like almost like the through line of every episode. Oh, yeah. And so man, he does a great job. Man, he does a great job. I don't like I would love to know. I want to ask Danny eventually whether it's just through social law on the pod eventually if he was ever planning to honor the deal. Because Mel admits in the DR she agreed to it and then she was never going to keep to her word. Do you, uh, do you think he would have honoured the deal? Mm, yes, yeah. he was the only one we didn't hear from. Did Nick say he was going to honour the deal? No, Nick, Nick, Nick said he was going to honour the deal. Yeah. Mel said she didn't. Danny, so, surprisingly enough, was in the middle. I don't think... I don't think he I don't think he would have honoured the deal. I think if he or one of the others won, yeah. I think he would have wanted to take the shot. So, But how does the conversation last night on the couch go down with Jess, Katie and Danny? Are we jumping ahead? Okay, no, but we're sort of talking about this theme. Fine, let's let's go. Let's break it all down. Yeah, we're so, talking, we'll, so, let's do theme by theme. So in episode eight, when he brings up the deal, initially Katie goes, "I got to think about it," and it doesn't come into play because Tilly wins that night's comp and she nominates kind of three people in the middle. Mm. The following night, it comes up again. Dan, before he gets sick, is like, "Let's do this. Let's all agree. No one touch each other till the final ten. It'll be the six of us plus four others, and then we can go after each other." Yep. She brings Jess to the side. Katie is hesitant and Jess is the one that says, hey, let's just agree to it. And if we get a chance to go back on our world, let's just go back on our world. We, can, we will flip when we win. Which is fine because there's, as Nick says, as he's at the door, a handshake means, means very nothing. very little in this game. Or the better quote that I like from Big Brother America, which started well back in the day, the checks can bounce. Yeah, sure. You can make a deal. And you don't oh, have to follow through. Absolutely, yeah. But there, um, will, there will be consequences. Will it become personal? Can it become personal? Like, do you have a right to be personally upset when someone's sure. falling back on a deal or you feel sure. a friendship has been betrayed? You can... You Ab- can absolutely. Yes, but there's absolutely. nothing... Big Brother does not hold... Like, Big Brother doesn't listen to people make deals and then he doesn't make them stick to it. But what I don't hear the argument of is we would never have done anything like this to you. From who? Uh, Katie and Jess. 
when when Katie's saying things like, "Ah, oh, I feel like I've made some strong alliances," yeah. and if you vote this way going forwards, if you vote in favor of me and don't vote for me, if I'm not going home, yeah. I can guarantee that I'm going to have all your backs yeah. in the future. Like, what, the- guess what? Uh, tomorrow night, you're and the night after that, and the night after that, yeah. you are going to be voting them out one by one by one. And that's the thing I've seen on Survivor a lot of times. You can make a big deal and you can break it, and that can get you. Th- through a few rounds but the trust is almost broken going forward yeah yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely well (coughs) when um Katie goes out yes and she's in the car and she's salty and this is the big difference between I was uh, having trouble pinpointing what was the difference of what I liked about Dan's character and what I don't like about Katie's character, right? And how they're playing the game. Because a lot of people are pro Dan and... A, a lot of people are starting to come onto Dan's side now from what I'm seeing online. It's interesting, but continue. It's interesting. I finally realized the difference when Katie was evicted last night, right? Yep. yep. Katie, when she gets in the car, says, I'm just so angry right now. Mm-hmm. Dan needs to be gone. I want him out of that house. Yes. She's so salty that she lost and he outplayed her, right? Yep. Genuinely. Yep. Cheers. Prior that to that, that day, mm-hmm. when Jess, Katie, and Dan are sitting down on the corner of the kitchen table together, they're yep. having a chat after mm-hmm. Dan has just put her up for nomination. Katie is furious at Dan. Yep. Katie is furious at Dan for putting her up. Mm-hmm. Dan says, hey, you're still, like, whether or not we're getting along, whether, you're not, whether or not you think things have been friendly, this is still a game. You're still my biggest threat in this game. Yep. I've got a shot to take. I'm putting you yeah, up tonight. Yeah, it's his one shot. If this, yeah, it's his one shot. If this falls flat, mm-hmm. if this falls flat and you don't go out, I'm going home tomorrow and I'm cool with that. I've taken my shot. I've had yep. my chance to take my shot. And if it falls apart, that's cool. I'm happy to go home tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's the difference of them in the game he would have if he if Katie orchestrated for Dan mm-hmm. if he she had a gun for Dan won a challenge gun well, for Dan not put fair, Dan up she, Dan went home yeah. pulled votes for Dan yep. he would not be driving home in that car going Katie needs to be gone she is just she True. is she is awful like, and I think I think we're missing a bit of context though and that's and this is why it's so hard for the show to display it I fully agree that Dan wouldn't have taken it personally yeah. I think, though, that what I've heard from Katie in the last 24 hours on a few interviews and a few things she said... Oh, you've been is, up early watching Sunrise, have you? I saw a few clips on yeah. social. All right, cool. I've seen that she did say... And she said this a couple of... Like a week or two ago on another podcast before she went out, mm-hmm. where she said that um, she felt a bit intimidated by Dan and the way he dealt with things. Like, obviously, when he says, I'm coming at you like a freight train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That isn't going to make you feel great living with someone. It's also a game and intimidation is a strategy. No, yeah, correct. Yeah. But I'm just saying this is why she this is why she probably feels very emotional and personal about it. That because not only was she duped, but also there was... The, she felt like the uncomfortableness... Um, it probably didn't sit well with her the whole time. So honestly, yeah, I yeah, I you see it? I take her word for it. Yeah, if she says she felt intimidated, hey, believe women. You know what I'm saying? But no, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. But at the same time, but I she, think- I was seeing some things like some traits from her. Yeah. screaming, genuinely terrifying looks. Where I go, oh my god, she's intimidating. And Dan said the same thing. Uh, well, I am really. He said in the eviction room last night. Oh, okay. Said to Sonia, "I'm not easily intimidated. There have been times where I've been terrified or scared by Katie. She sometimes really? intimidates me." Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. If that's if that's what he says. Yeah. And hey, remember, viewers, I'm very, I'm very neutral. <sighs> I'm not taking sides. I know everyone is pretty much taking Dan's side. I'm not taking sides, but there, there is some context we're missing, and. Um, 
Yeah, there, there's some context. That's all. That's all I want to no, say. Hundred percent, and we don't know one hundred percent of it. We never have. Yeah. We never will. We never will. And there is uh, how many housemates are in there in the moment? At the moment, I think. Uh, tw- uh, 10 well, they're, at, they're about to become 16 so well there's 12 or 10 or 16 sides to every story in the Big Brother house true true I, I will also say that for the people who kind of didn't like this that Katie was on top um, there was another side of the house that was on top in the first two weeks yep and they were very happy taking people out and when the tables were turned which they were on uh, Nick and Mel uh, they did take they did cop it on the chin but the viewers started to hate Katie for like playing the game too hard. And it's almost like you do realize that someone else was playing the game very hard for the first two Yes, I was sort of, because I actually, I hate being the one to say I deleted Facebook constantly, but I have deleted Facebook and my life is so much better. Really? (laughs) I don't know, dude. We'll see see what happens. I need to get off Instagram and YouTube too. That's, this is just step one of multiple, but I haven't been seeing the, uh, the online discourse as much. So it's hard for me to say. You know where the online discourse is good? On Reddit, but not just... There's there's a subreddit for Big Brother Australia and then there's a subreddit for Big Brother America. Okay. On the one for Big Brother America, they're talking about Big Brother Australia and doing a more concise job of it. A more concise... Yeah, they made some comments that yeah. I, I really like. Actually, I, I wanted to read this, so I'll read it out now. This is from uh, Reddit. Um, Every housemate always makes a crucial big mistake. Not putting Katie up in the beginning ruined Dan's alliance. Katie not getting rid of Dan and instead choosing Mel was a terrible idea. Um, it's a shame for her alliance that Dan was sick when he was otherwise he would have been gone instead of Nick uh, and then it talks about the new housemates coming in <laughs> so no but that's another thing I want to talk about Dan almost got a like a free pass there if Katie as Katie said I won and I would have put up Nick, Dan, and Mel. No. And we don't know how they were going to vote, but she would have tried to slay them to get rid of Dan for in Dan, that instance. For sure, yeah. So do you, did you agree with that? That like because he had a COVID symptoms, he basically got a free pass? Yeah, I thought about that. It didn't seem like a huge... Considering, okay, I would... But is there a difference between the previous episode? SJ goes, um, this challenge is not good for my body. I'm going to sit out. And Big Brother goes, well, you sitting out, you realise you could be eliminated. Mm. Is there a difference or there is a difference? I guess there is, because COVID's more concerning. Here is my only argument as to why it possibly would be fair. Right. Or why the playing field would now be leveled. Dan, Mm -hmm. a few episodes prior to this, gunned for someone to get someone out. Yep. They were evicted and put back into the house immediately. That works directly against his gameplay and his intention for the sure. game. So maybe so they'll a few days, ma- Yeah, maybe yeah. the dude who has had, who has been uh, worked against, who has had the odds not stacked in their favor, deserves to be thrown a little, a little bit of a line. Do you think if it was someone like Christina who had a COVID symptom, they would have been like, hey, they can't play in the challenge, but they I still th- could be... I, th- I think they would. I think they would have. So it, still, it, they it, still would have made them safe. How about this? Yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. This is a pandemic and... Yeah. Un- yeah. Given these circumstances, you know, they can't afford to take any risks. No, and, I get and that. If it, if it had have been, you know, any other time separate from a pandemic... I think they would have And been. they had have gone into the uh, diary room saying, hey, I'm feeling like shit. They would have had a medic come in, check them up. Probably send them back in the house. Yeah, send them back into the house or send them into the bedroom, not yeah. into a separate bunker and have to get a, you know, uh, COVID test that's going to take several days, which by oh, the way... Oh, no, sometimes they can get them within hours. No, they? they can in America. That's how they're doing these, like, shows, these large capacity shows over in the States. Right, yeah. Because they do COVID testing. They do, uh, like, these, what do, you, what do you call it? Immediate tests, like these instant test results. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure in Australia you can still get them pretty fast. 
Yeah, but like tw- uh, we're talking like some, some of them t- because I was listening to someone the other day who's hosting uh, like stand-up shows in the states, and he says he's like, ah, oh, I was at a venue where they ha- rapid tests. That's the one I'm looking they for. They got it within like the what, thirty minutes. No, that's the thing. They were saying, oh, I did this gig the other night, and it was taking twenty minutes for people to get their test results, and he was acting like twenty minutes was, was like a d- long disgustingly slow. Wow. Yeah. Damn. No, I did not see that happening. Um, Something that I thought was pointless on the pod this week, the panic room. On the pod. Oh, fuck. On the, on the show, I'm on the TV sure show. all of this is pointless, dude. <laughs> it's very I'm pointless. Sure none of this matters. No, none of it matters. If we stopped doing this, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't make a big difference to the world. But then again, what are we doing outside of this that's making a difference to the world? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Very little. It's sad. You know who's got a Big Brother podcast this year? Tully. She's doing a Big Brother pod. Yeah. Dude, we need to get Tully's life on the pod. No, we need to get other people from this season on the pod. Tully'd be a, not that I am driven by ratings, but Tully'd be such a great push for ratings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Panic Room was a waste of time. I did not watch The Panic Room. The Panic Room. Oh, that was part of the episode. No, no. As in, I did not want to watch The Panic Room. Therefore, I did not watch The Panic Room. As in, like, I saw it, I paid attention to other shit because it it was, to the best of my knowledge... Pointless. It had no bearing on really. It wasn't like a twist in the on game. On the game, there was no. no. And that's the thing. What I did see is Sonia in the eviction room that night talking to Tully and SJ, saying, "Yeah, wow, you had to spend five hours in that room." And I was like, "Is she going to explain what the advantage is to them now? The advantage given to them now, or like, was that a punishment or something?" Yeah. What was going to be the prize if they got it right? Why were they the two that ended up in there? Because Big Brother said pick two, and if you can't pick two, I'll just pick two. That's so fucking dumb. So and so they just had to do shit. It was actually Tilly. Tilly was the one that was like, "No, uh, let's let's let Big Brother decide." No. <laughs> not, not because they, they weren't told what it was, and mm-hmm. the minute it's like numbers, and the punishment was just you're tied up for the rest of like the day and the night, and then that was it. So what if you don't do it? What if you just said, "I'm not doing this"? What then? I mean, that could happen at any point on the show. Like, at any point I on the show... I always think about that. Yeah, I always think about that. What if I just said, no, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> what are you going to do, kick me out? What are you going to do, take $250,000 away from me? They'll potentially be like, hey, what? you did the shopping challenge, they'll take the money away. You know what I mean? Which, let's talk about uh, Dan throwing his 14 it was uh, such a good 14 offer. leaves in the you thought it was yeah because I he, thought it was a stupid fucking offer no it was a good offer because like if Big Brother said hey you can get a call from Nick but whatever the contestants win I'll half it that's bad but the offer was basically like hey just make sure you drop all of them yeah if you drop the leaves yeah so but then again he could have dropped all of them knowingly regardless. knowingly he could have doubled the budget and gotten what 280 bucks for that shopping task does he care I mean if does he care dude it's uh well I don't see him complaining uh, I don't see him complaining as much as Ari about having to eat tuna yeah. and chickpeas and shit he would um, be like hey I'm gaining something and everyone else is losing something so that's good for me if he cares a lot about uh, I don't know having a bougie week of fine dining and shit then maybe that's that's the ballpark I'd be in I wouldn't give a shit about speaking to you if you got <laughs> if you got kicked out. Yeah, if it was like a, it's like almost like maybe it needed to be a better offer. It's like, hey, he's a game advantage, which eventually he gets when he presses a button. But in the end of the day, all he's going to speak to Nick and be like, hey, bro, I'm really sad you left. I'll see you on the outside. Exactly. That's, and that's all it was. It's not like yeah. he could give any insight on no. what was happening on the game. It's not like he was overseeing things. If Big Brother offered me in, I mean, gave me that offer. If he brought me into the diary room and said, hey, phone call with a friend or throw the shopping task, I'd say, I'm hungry. Well, once again, a friend's different because, like, the friend's someone that you haven't seen for a long time and yeah. you might not see for a long time again. Nick, you saw 
like four days ago. But he, yeah, he didn't get to say goodbye to Nick. Yeah, so. kind of. I get it. I can understand I that, but I don't know, man. I'm it's fine. hungry, is all I'm saying. Right now, or just in general? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Oh, just in the Big Brother house if you were like looking at that tuna. Next uh, week, the podcast will be brought to you from the Mornington KFC. Yes, yeah. KFC. <laughs> oh, they haven't pushed it as much, but there's at least one per week. There's one per week. I actually had some just before this podcast. How'd you feel? That's why I've got the Pepsis in the fridge. Wow. She said, did you want Pepsi or Pepsi Max? And I said, Pepsi Max. Then she gives me the box, right? Yep. The Zinger box. Yep. I put that on the seat and then she closes the window and I go, the fuck? And I look around, I go, where's the drink? I look around, I I look at the, my drink holder that's in front of me. I look at the seat where the box is. I go, where's the drink? And I wait, I tap on the window, I go. You actually tapped on the window? Yeah. Um, drink? She goes, oh, drink. Brings it out and gives it to me and I put it in the drink holder. As I'm driving out of the drive-thru, I feel, oh, what's this coldness between my legs? I look down and there's the Pepsi Max she gave me. Oh, nice. I now have two Pepsi Maxes. So you just forgot where you put it? I just forgot where I put it. (laughs) And she didn't fucking question it. Who's she to question it? Yeah, she's just like, once you get you out of the Customer's always right. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they are. I've heard. <laughs> Knowing from experience. Yeah. Ten years of experience. Congratulations. No worries, man. Wait, Ten. soon we'll rack up 11. 11 years at Woolworths. Soon. Soon. What about the last two challenges on Tuesday and Wednesday night? I actually enjoyed them for once. Normally, if they're yeah, like an in- under the sand. Oh, I love it so much. Sand and like some some boot camp shit. It was cool. Yeah, and it is physical. It's physical, right? It's physical, but it's something different. A lot of these challenges do have you know advantages and disadvantages based off uh, the size, structure, and your body mass. Well, I tweeted that that the reason Tilly and Mel and Katie are doing so well is because big old booties. No. Oh. Okay, now I look like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I believe it's been pretty much proven in certain, like, um, certain types of these challenges, the center of gravity is going to help you a lot. Were you just about to refer to science? (laughs) (laughs) Were you about to go, it's been proven amongst... It has uh, been. In some studies, it has been shown. Okay, like, in some studies, e.g. the other big brothers that I've watched... Who the fuck are you to refer to science? In these types of comps... A shorter person, female or male, but more times than not, someone who's shorter will be female, um, has a, a big advantage. And yeah, that's yeah. why I've seen Nick did well in the challenges, but could never win, because mm. just eventually someone who's a giraffe like him can't stand on a small platform or can't hold their fucking body weight by mm. a rope. So that's why I enjoyed the last two challenges more. Ari dominates in the sand. I hear what you're saying about people being advantaged and disadvantaged because this, yeah. this, and this. Yeah. All I'm saying is, let's look at who did worst in the challenge. Mary, let's look at who did best in the challenge. Ari, Mary, quite rotund. Big back, big chest. Ari, nothing on him. When he's going under the pipe? Flat bum, no bum. No bum, and also... No ass. Potentially just doesn't have to go over the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that as well, yeah. Yeah. And also the thing that confused me was Jess goes under it and the first time she was the first one through yeah. the sand. The second time... How did that work? She, well, this is why I think the show's rigged. I reckon someone's intentionally the second time around compacted the sand a bit tighter under I where they knew she... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit, did they rig the sand? Fucking hell, the conspiracy continues. Which, by the way, speaking of conspiracies, i got a prediction that I want to make. Uh, this is not related to the podcast at all. Sure. The lab uh, leak conspiracy theory. Wait, what lab leak? The coronavirus escaping from a Wuhan lab and is going to be discussed more and it is going to become a more globally and seriously like considered conspiracy theory with over the next few weeks they in, a, a, amongst mainstream media. Yeah. Did they create it? Have you seen it on underground media? 
What? Have you- oh, no, that's the thing. It's like at the verge of tipping over like underground media into mainstream media. Your uh, Mac will sleep soon. Oof. So outside of that coronavirus business, yeah, Ari <laughs> Ari goes in being like, I hate sand, ends up winning it like a beast. Yeah, good for him. It probably came as a disadvantage for Dan to kind of only get one shot towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't I thought get about to experience that. it. He may not have been exhausted, but he it's didn't, like he didn't have the prac. Techniques. Yeah. I think if he skipped the first two rounds and went to the third, I was, I was just going to say maybe if he went to the third, yeah. He would get some experience. Because the last round, it's like you got to win it. And he had more of a chance and was going in fresh-footed in the third, like in the third round. Yeah, but then all he had to do is come like, uh, there's like four flags left. Yeah. Um, so it was almost like a Advantage is a disadvantage. Um, good on Ari. Finally, someone winning a comp that's someone's different. Last night's comp, I loved this comp as well. Inside the, uh, is it the bunker? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. Little floating little uh, ping terms. pong balls. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Finally, anyone could have won this challenge. It wasn't like, if Mary and SJ were like beasting it, they could have won. There's still a little bit of uh, skill involved. Skill and luck. Little bit of you know what, what what do you have to work out? There's a little bit you know there's some mathematical equations, some basic trigonometry, and yeah. uh, you know like um, weight and momentum and yeah, things but it's like not, that. It's not just how you placed the uh, boxes; it's still how hard you throw the ball. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be straight. It does have to be a straight throw. A lot of people online are saying should have Marley thrown the challenge so Dan couldn't win. Someone mm-hmm. else would have won, and then Katie might not have been put up. In saying that, though, I, we don't know what was going on in the house. Mm. People might have been chomping at the bit to get rid of Katie anyway. Marley was rocked when Dan just said Katie flood out. And how did and you I not didn't see that coming? Gonna, I, do, I, I didn't think he was... I thought he was going to do it, but I was like, fuck, man, this is, like, such a big play. And I was, like, honestly... Yeah. I was like, man, too forward. I was like, I didn't think it was the time. For, for Dan to do it. It was the time. No, it was, in, the, time. It was the, t- the time in retrospect, but at the time I was totally wrong. And I was like, fuck, I don't know if he can pull this off. I no. don't know if he has the numbers, but yeah, I did. think that's when people realize like, hey, this is, is our chance to get a strong player out. Like, I think he put the right people up with them. I don't think we realize in the house how tight Sid, Ari, Christina and Charlotte are. So those kind of people who are influencing the vote were like, well, I'd rather see Katie a threat go over our group of Ari yeah. and Charlotte. Yeah. If... If the third person had been potentially Mary or SJ, mm. I think some people would have gone, oh, okay, let's keep Katie and Ari and get rid of SJ. Yep. But because it was Charlotte and she seems pretty tight with some of those people, we're not seeing it, but I'm getting the sense. You're getting the sense. You're feeling it. You're getting the sense. It's coming on. You I think it. that was Katie's downfall. Oh, yeah. Like the minute Dan was like, I want one and you get one and then we'll decide the third. I'm like, yeah, you want to Katie? <laughs> yeah, no, I realized that as well because I was like, how's he going to go about this? Like, how's yeah. he going to get in Marley's head and convince him that Katie is someone that they should put up? But then he got in that chair and was just like, nope, this isn't a team effort. Like, <laughs> We'll decide the last one as a team. But yeah. outside of that, you pick one. I pick one. No other way. Fuck um, it. Two things to mention. I'm not doing that. I love that. Two things to mention. When Dan won his earlier challenge in the season and he won it with. Christina she originally said that idea let's pick one each and then decide the third one mm. and Danny was like no 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 here's the three that I want <laughs> and he just kind of like bulldozed her yep. so I find that funny that he didn't want it then but he wants it now another thing if anyone at Channel 7's listening the way you advertise this show is shit basically <laughs> Sure. You, you put it I, I, pro- yeah, I could almost agree I haven't thought about it too much but now that you mention it I so the agree ad- the advertisement for last night 
was who, well, the war will end. Who's going to go, Katie or Dan? The minute Dan wins, it's clear that yeah, Katie's going. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. The only intrigue over the ad break was how is he going to convince Marley to put her up? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he did it pretty easily because Marley. Just, yeah, and it was yeah answered immediately. So w- what I do want to say, you Channel Seven, advertise the show better. Stop showing me things on the adverts and just. Get it together. What I do want to say is a favorite and probably underestimated moment of the week. And such a great quote comes from one Sarah Jane comes from SJ, yeah, SJ. To- towards Katie. Yeah. When uh, Katie is pulling for votes, she oh. goes up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Ooh. This was a moment where Katie was so exposed. She was exposed yeah. in my mind as someone who acts like she's the authentic, social, lovable character but is going to backstab motherfuckers. She was still going home without SJ, but it made it a bit more, like, spicy. Yeah. Katie goes up to SJ and says, Hey, um, I think I've got... I don't think I have to pull for your vote because we're so close anyway, aren't we? We are just so close as friends that if we... I know that if you had a party, I'd be invited. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Katie, uh, SJ doesn't take it and just says, But you haven't been there for me. Yeah. Katie says, I've always been there for you. And she just says, No, but... Yeah, I've always been there to check on you. Sarah, an immediate response, but you haven't been there for me. Yeah. Uh, since Jess came in, to, ever since Jess came into the house, I've just gone lower and lower down your loop, mm. was what she said. Yeah. What a f- Good for her. Yeah. Like, not, not, not necessarily didn't mean heaps to, didn't mean heaps in the context of the overall game, but totally put Katie in her place. And it also shows that SJ is thinking about the game. I think when she goes to vote, or it was in the eviction room, she says... It's not just about who I'm tightest with now. It's who I feel like will get me further. Yeah. So she's admitting I'm not as tight with some of these other people, but it's like, can the kind of movements get me further? Yeah. She's aware. She's SJ is so aware of the social element of the game, but the playing element of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Good on her. Uh, Absolutely. And and Katie just does a bad job at intertwining the two, I think. And that's why she's gone home. I think she, I think she struggled. So if you were to say she comes back for an all-star season, what would you say to her to improve on? I don't know. I just just don't think she found a good balance. I don't think she did a good job at intertwining the, I'm going to plant the seed in everyone's head that I'm close with them, but I'm always there and will carelessly backstab them. But I will never announce that to the public. I will, unlike Dan, I won't go into the diary room and say, I'm infiltrating the belly of the beast. I'm getting these people on, on yeah. my side. I'm playing a social game. I'm, uh, this is fake. <laughs> like this relationship yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. I like these people. They're cool, but I'm being nice to them for the sake of getting through this fucking game. And Katie will not come up to the diary room. She will not say that. She will not announce that to anyone. She will never admit that to herself. She doesn't know that she's being so, <laughs> I know, I know you better than you do, Katie. <laughs> I, I think and this is not just for Katie. This is for the people who went out this week. And we saw this last year. Big Brother is a marathon, not a sprint. The people that are going far are kind of laying low. And mm. they're being criticised in the house. But look, big, look at Sid. Big threats go. Yeah, Sid is the behind and the scenes. look at Charlotte. <laughs> no, Sid is the behind the scenes mastermind. I swear to God, I hope more people are going to agree with me. He is behind the scenes he could have rallied the votes last night. If he really wanted to keep Katie and get rid of Charlotte, he could have. You know what we haven't talked about much this season, which you haven't put in the notes and you may not want to discuss, but we're going to do it anyway. Sure, what? Who we're physically attracted to this season. <laughs> 
Jaden, give me a name. No. Give me a guy. I haven't really thought about it. You haven't hey, thought about it. Hey, 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 okay. Hey. Let's delay this till next week. There's intruders coming in. Okay, I'll give you a week to. I'll give you a week. Have to, you got I'll any off the top of your head? Huh? Have you got any off the top of your head? Well, now that I've seen these twins that are coming in, no, I'm totally kidding. I haven't thought about it at all. No, because like, oh. like there's a few people that are uh, attractive, but not that I'm attracted to. Well, they def- they didn't cast like they- there was an interesting cast of guys this year. Mm. Um, and going down the list, not a lot of them are really not. not, not, not last none year, of them are my type either. Hey, last year uh, Xavier was more of the the, uh, the 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 model. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I like Casey, you yeah. like Xavier. Yeah, that's we, right. But I mean, great because we were double dates. <laughs> we came close. No, we didn't. Oh, you did. I yeah. didn't. Um, I had a date, but. Sure. With Xavier. <laughs> um, before I wrap You'd things kill up, me. Before, no, I wouldn't. It's fine. Um, because I liked his looks, nice personality. Lol. Uh, before <gasps> before we wrap things up, was there an MVP this week? Uh yeah. Uh, sh- you, you go first because I think I know who you're gonna. Oh, but no, we can't double up. No, we can. We can. I think we can. Hit me. It's well for the big move. <sighs> he did it. He did do it. Okay, we could go either of two ways because we're looking at the week there's as a two, whole. There's two top dogs in this game and one is standing at the end of this week. Katie's Alliance did take out Dan's closest allies back yep. to back. Oh, but yeah, true. Dan did get rid of the kingpin. Yeah, they didn't get rid of a kingpin. True, because they didn't... But that, and that's the problem. I know you're going to say. Katie was so busy trying to get Mel out and it's like, no, Mel should have stayed. Dan would have went. Mm. The MVP's Dan. MVP's down. Let's do it. Danny boy. Not two weeks in a row, but... Well, two out of three. Eight bad. Yeah, we can do two out of three. It's a solid percentage. You got 66.66. I think that wraps up the pod. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, great job, guys. We're fucking intolerable. Team effort. Should we start approaching house guests for interviews? Yeah, but we're, we're going to discuss that. We're going to discuss that off the air. Off oh, air, yeah, sorry. Jaden Shepard. <laughs> I'm so sorry for discussing that on the air. It's so hard to know when to be on and when know, to be we off. Str- we do struggle to find a balance, but we'll uh, be back with you next week. It's uh, been an honour. What about Gretel? Should we talk to Gretel? I, would, yeah, wait, I wonder if she watches. No. Fuck no, she doesn't watch. But I'd love... Yeah, there's nothing I'd love to say more than we've got Gretel Colleen calling in from the Gold Coast today. And, and then we'll tell her that we're going to talk about the old days, but then we only want to ask her <laughs> these days. We're like, what do you think of uh, Katie? What are your thoughts on the new format of Big Brother yeah. 2021 on what do you think about networks on Network 7? I can't believe it's bounced on all three networks. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up. We're next done. Next year... The Big Brother Australia Fuck you Next year the Big Brother Australia (laughs) podcast And Big Brother will be coming to you From ABC and iView Can you imagine That would be fantastic No ads I'll be frothing it On the ABC Imagine that cast Anyway we're done I'm wrapping it up I've got to go home We're done I've got so many more jokes to make About what cast would be On the ABC Big Brother now But we'll work on that Throughout the week Well they would love Tofu on the ABC (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it Catch up Catch up